a nice <laughs> Halloween avatar. Why? Why does this exist? Why not? It's a lot of fun. <laughs> We're slowly getting into the Sonic thing again. Oh we... no! Yeah, no, we gotta back out. That's not good. Hold on. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us. On this episode, it's just going to be Kyle Mathis and I, Jesse Backstrom, talking about video games. We're mainly going to talk about Metal Gear Solid 5 and Fallout 4, so I hope you enjoy that, because that's pretty much all we do. <laughs> enjoy. How you been, man? It's been like ages. It has. It's been a while. Um... Uh, Ranish, man, he totally pooped on me, didn't he? <laughs> I think that was my fault. I think I think I started that. Glad I didn't uh, talk to you. Guys. I think I think I started that, and he just kind of yeah, rolled with it. I thought it was hilarious. No, I think he did a good job. Uh, my goodness, Jesse, Go I have to apologize because. Uh, Go ahead. I've been in, I've been into the games. Man. Oh, me it's too. That time of year where I go into a hole. Me, go- me too. And no one knows anything about me or where I am. And then it's and Fallout Four is not even out yet. That's the worst know, part. That's, I'm kind of on a hiatus. Like the past, I say that I've only this is day number two of no game. Yeah, that's <laughs> about the same for me. I called I called a moratorium on Monday, and I was like, okay, yeah. I've gotten to a place where I feel comfortable stopping Metal Gear, so I just have to sit on my hands until Fallout comes out. Because yeah, I'm not okay. Where's that spot that you're comfortable with? Uh, I finished the first chapter. Same here. Same, but dude, I, I, I finished over- chapter one. Chapter one is like an is. I say I finished chapter one. Chapter right. one. Uh, you're at sixty. The game. I'm at sixty percent in the game, and yeah. uh, it's like a hundred and thirty hours or something Absolutely. like that. So I feel yeah, I feel comfortable. And a lot of the missions after that are re- are just like more difficult versions of earlier missions. So I feel totally comfortable right. saying, "All right, chapter one, I'm done. Moving on." Yeah, I stopped there as well because I was just. So I, I will revisit that game later. <laughs> Me too. Like next I didn't read year anything about the game, and so once I got to, I mean, like I'm I'm sitting here, I'm like, right, I probably put in probably like eighty to hundred hours in this game, loving every minute of it. So it gets kind of repetitious, but it's it's awesome because it's you know silly and great. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. But um, so I got to the end of chapter one, and I was like, okay, this is it. This is in the game mm-hmm. because you you take like the it long, feels like, like the end of the game. The long cutscene drive, like you know, like just the whole all the monologue and like. This is it. This is it. I was like, and I was even fine with that being. I was like, that's fine. Great and even game. those last few missions, there's like th- the the end of the game is like three missions, but they trail like directly into each other. It right. it acts like you never took a pause between those missions when you go into them. Absolutely. So then I was like appalled in a way, <laughs> but it was like <laughs> next time on chapter two, chapter two <laughs> of Metal Gear. Like, like, what the heck? What? I just watched the what? Because you watch credits after every mission anyway. But Kojima, come on, man! This is really the this is really the really the credits because it's like song credits and everything. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, yeah, they're gonna leave it open, whatever. Like you know, all those are real credits too. Those those aren't like the interstitial credits they have in the rest of the game. Right. But uh, then when that happened, and I was like, all back into it, I was like, I I just don't want to. I'm gonna have to leave my wife. <laughs> I mean, I don't, if I'm, gonna, I'm like quiet if we're gonna keep doing this 
<laughs> You're gonna keep shrinking, dudes, for me. Yeah, I gotta let I gotta let Courtney go. You know, I'm I stuck with D Dog. I I was not a quiet person. Really, I was a D Dog person. Person because I know it kind of eases it. It eases the game, but at this point, it's just more like freaking collect Pokemon or cards or something. I guess where I'm like, I don't care how I get these like S rating dudes. I'm gonna get these S rating dudes. Like, I, you go. It's weird. You go way out of your way not to kill someone. Like, I feel really sad when I do kill someone. Actually, See, I stopped feeling bad about that. No, I'm okay with killing. Like, if you're if you're like a if you're a D, C, or B, and I don't know if this is t- teaching the children today, but if they're playing this game, but no, I knock you out, I choke you out, right? You're choked out, and then I take out my silent assault rifle, and I put one bullet in your brain, <laughs> and then I dump you off a cliff. See, that's uh, I played the game as non-lethally as possible, but if like I had no qualms about killing people if I had to, so I would play. A, a mission that probably takes five minutes to finish. I would spend forty-five minutes sneaking around a base, trying to choke out or trank every guy, and send and it back not, to my base. Right, and exactly. then like one guy would find me, and I'd be like, "Forget this," and just start rocket launching every guy I ran into, just so I could finish the mission. Call in the helicopter, just mow people down. Did you play this on PC? I did not. I played this on uh, PlayStation Four, which does not, unfortunately, does not have the custom helicopter music. Uh, well, man, that's huge for me now. Huge because I, I, what I did is I snipped the Metal Gear Solid Two music because I love that so much. Oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> so, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it just gives me chills every time. But no, I mean, uh, that's a brilliant freaking game. I but like, game. uh, see, I used Gloria. As my helicopter theme music, and was never disappointed. Oh, that's such a good song. Yeah, that's right. So you could just imagine an attack helicopter coming in to pick you up. There's bullets flying, there's grenades, missiles being launched from the helicopter. There's guys on on walking tanks sprinting around shooting machine guns at you. You've got a dog murking people, taking their throats out with a knife. Just canisters of rockets. And throwing stun grenades behind me as I sprint towards the helicopter. Calling in orders. I'm calling them sleep orders. Yeah, so Kyle, why don't you describe uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five for us a little bit to the best of your uh, the best of your abilities? <laughs> I'll do that right after I explain uh, the exquisite details of like Buddhism. All right, <laughs> just uh, uh... Okay, okay. So uh, <clears throat> Metal Gear is an abyss of espionage and action. Nothing is reality. <laughs> I don't know how to describe this. Well, well, see, Metal Gear Solid Five is the fifth. Well, actually, there there have been many more than five games in the series, but it's the latest entry in a series of uh, third-person action games, right? right. From developer uh, Hideo Kojima, who is uh, it's kind of rare in video games for one person to take so much credit for uh, a game, since it usually takes hundreds of people to make one, but. He takes such direct control of everything in the game, you kind of can attribute that to him. 
And uh, this is kind of, of a gamer that he does that. Yeah, and this is this has been a big sort of revolution for the series because traditionally the series have had very has had very like high lofty goals and lofty subjects of uh, right. nuclear arms proliferation and things like that. But then actually playing the game has been kind of clunky and it has these right. weird stealth mechanics where if you're found, it's kind of game over. And so it, it really didn't bring in sort of the mass audiences very much because it had these sort of weird idiosyncrasies. But, but it was, also became famous for... I, was, first, I just want to say, I was all in on that crap. Oh, I was totally 100%. <laughs> like super spy thrillers, you know, in, oh. you know, in 1998, giving a 13-year-old kid, making yeah. a kid feel like he's playing a spy thriller. Metal Gear Solid Two, like I just that's my favorite. I mean, you know, some people would be like three is the best, I mean, four is not the best for most people, but for me, two was where it was at. I played that game more than any of the other Metal Gears. Two, yeah. two is great, and I think two was where the series really became famous. It, it became known right. for this bizarre attention to detail that other games don't Absolutely. have. For instance, right. in Metal Gear Solid Two. Uh, you know, the the bullets from your guns and things interact a lot with the environment. So if you were in, say, a bar and you shot a bucket of ice cubes, the ice cubes would all fall out on the floor. But yeah. if you paid very close attention, the ice cubes that were closer to each other would melt slower than the ice right. cubes that were far away from each other, just like they would in real life, which is a bizarre, crazy thing that no one would ever care about unless you told them about it. Right. And that's like PS2. Yeah. And right. that's, that's <laughs> you know, 15 so years ago. But yeah, so this this but this follows Belgar Solid Five follows. Uh, it has the, fixed all of the control problems that kept people away, but it has doubled, even tripled down on that weird attention to detail. Right. But it's it's open sandbox. They've never really they've never been they've been open, but not truly like I can go do this task in this place and then go yeah. do this task in this place. And that's not really what makes it awesome. At the end of the day, for me. Um, it's the customization. It's it is the length because of the content. Um, and I, I hear it gets I hear it gets kind of worse. Like I, I know you probably started some of the like forward operating bases and like that whole. Yeah, I did a I did a little bit of that. I did uh enough of that to just kind of progress in the main game. I didn't get heavily into the online I component. No, I have no desire to do any of the online. Yeah, I don't either. And I mean, like, I, and from what I've heard of it, I almost don't want to. Because it's so perfect without it. So yeah, it is. It's it's great. But I understand why they have it, and I understand like the 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 what you're unlocking. You collect soldiers, right? Like you know, you it's a collecting game. You build a base. You build an army, essentially. And that's that's something that's new to this uh, portion that's, to this entry in the series is the Peace you have Walker. The, the games. I mean, Peace Walker did do that, but no one played it because it was on the PSP. But um, once it once it came about to a HD remake or whatever, I can't I can't remember when that happened, but I remember him raving about it. It, it actually uh, is great. It's saying. this game. It is it this is. game. It really That's, is. Yeah. But um, so in the past, it was kind of always the objective of these games. One thing you could do was take a non-lethal approach of like sneaking. Yep. Uh, it, it's called espionage action because a big part of it is sneaking and not being seen and getting around enemies or using non-lethal ways to take them down. And this game, again, uh, sort of amplifies that because it wants you to capture soldiers and bring them back to your base. And uh, Kyle, could you tell me a little bit about uh, the system you use to bring soldiers back to your base? <laughs> it's called Fultoning. Um So yeah, so... Another base is pretty important, and it needs soldiers to uh, 
to run it. <laughs> so what you do um, is whenever you choke out a guy or trank him. And I want to say something about the stealth because you and I, we play a lot of games. I play a lot of games. We do. We play a lot and, of games. And I, I'm, I'm hard-pressed to uh, recall any games where I actually enjoy the stealth gameplay. I do want to go over this because... I don't know. It's I, hard. It's very hard to do it's right. Hard. This, this game, I mean, this game isn't, maybe it's the other games are more hardcore. I, I remember uh, like some of the Tom Clancy games, like uh, Splinter Cell or something. They were more about being in the shadows, and, like crawling around. That was pretty good. But this, <clears throat> I think it's the AI reactions and the multiple ways they will actually re, uh, react. It's I mean, the way it's like the environment, of, it's the way everything right. about the game reacts to you. Absolutely. It is a very living, breathing uh, simulation. And I, uh, but anyway, so once you find a soldier, you can kind of scope them out and say, okay, here they are. And you have your little iDroid, which is basically a holographic iPhone or iPad. But once you uh, scope them out, uh, you can see a rating and they'll have ratings for certain uh, abilities. Like somebody might be a great fighter. Somebody might be a great builder. Somebody might be good at medicine. They might be a doctor or a surgeon. Um, it even gets, and that, that obviously helps different parts of your base to help you like research things and unlock things as you collect these guys which i'll go into the details of how you do that or how i do it um but then you have uh there's some very like pretty rare like you can get up to a very rare like there's like f uh e d c b yeah soldiers have different ratings and some some are more valuable than others a and s being the, the best but there's some that actually have abilities like like, they might have a special ability like assault rifle or silencer. And you might have to have one of those guys before you can upgrade a certain weapon or something. Um, anyway, so collecting guys is kind of what you do. So what you do is you go up behind them, <laughs> sneak up on them, <laughs> you choke them the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, keep the subtle and grabs them by the neck. And then you can, like... Uh, I mean, we could go into a million things right here. Like, there's there's, there's literally a hundred different ways you could incapacitate you an enemy. Gun and, like, he'll hold up his hands. You can just knock him out with your uh, mechanical arm. You can rocket punch him from across the world. Um, I usually trank. I'm a tranker. My, fa- my favorite way to knock guys out is once you mm-hmm. knock one guy out, you can carry people in the game and you can carry him around with you. So I like to carry a guy around with me. And then when I walk, when I see another guy, I throw the guy I'm holding at the guy I want to <laughs> knock out. It's great. And it's beautiful that that even works. I know. And that some guy even thought about that. Yeah. But, and it's uh, something you just figure out by accident. Right. Absolutely. So, so yeah, so what happens is you get these Fulton balloons where you basically can Fulton everything, everything. And, and the Fulton <laughs> system is real. It is an actual system that was used by the United States military in Vietnam. But there's not that many planes on the planet that could come by. And you may, you may have seen it in the second Batman movie. Of course, of course. When he's in China, he attaches a balloon to himself, floats up in the air, and a, a cargo plane picks him up. And that's right. what's happening to these, these guys. There's just always cargo planes. Picking There's always cargo planes. Picking up goats, picking up uh, mortars. <laughs> but my favorite well, thing uh, about the game is the objectives you're trying to achieve are almost always the same. Like, oh, go get this guy and right. bring him home. Oh, go capture the soldier. Go interrogate yeah, this person. From the soldier, right. But the different environments you have to do it in and the way everything interacts with each other is there's just hundreds of different ways to complete these missions. And it's uh, it's one of the first games that I've played where I've thought every single thing that has occurred to me that I wanted to try to do, I could do. 
For instance, right. like, oh, I wonder if I throw this guy at another guy, will it knock him out? Yes, it will. Oh, I wonder if I make my horse poop in the road, will it make a car spin off the road? Yes, it will. <laughs> I, I did this one. I was like, I wonder if I, uh, you can fault in a way like trucks and like eventually you can fault in like very heavy things like tanks and stuff. You can fault in a way the, uh, the cargo, uh, containers. Cargo containers, yeah. I was like, I want to get on top of this thing and fault myself out. It totally works. It totally works. I didn't find that, totally and no one tells that. you that either. I didn't find that out until, to like, get a, yeah, Mission to get a 30. Pick, right, to get a, pick, a pickup helicopter is kind of expensive. Um, but, yeah, like, uh, yeah, you can totally uh, do whatever you want to, really. It, it um, really is an incredible game. Yeah, and it, it it's so balanced. And, like, I don't know. It's um, My thing is, is that even though I've gotten... Like Snake here, he's gotten ridiculous. Like Quiet's ridiculous. But you have companion characters and things you can take out in the field with you and give them commands, and they help you. And they're actually fun and functional, um, and don't really ruin the game. Like some companion characters in games are just like there, but these are actually pretty neat. But um, it's still difficult, man. Like I mean, there's times where I still, uh, it's still kind of difficult um, to me. I mean, obviously, now, if I go in, I'm just rocketing everyone. I have my helicopter and I'm doing like mortar rounds. But I'm saying if I'm if I'm still trying to fit into like i want to take this guy take him back or yeah, i want to I want to be sneaky stuff. i want to be quiet i want to take this over it's quite difficult. um and it's yeah. because i feel almost overpowered at this point because i have a tranquilizer sniper rifle that's silenced yeah. right so i can just before i even go into a base i can take out half the guys go in fulton them out and then sneak around finishing off the rest of these guys i basically don't enter a base without completely extracting every single soldier inside of it but right, at the same the time, I still screw up. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. Like, like one not... out of every five times I screw up and I get in a fight with a tank and I end up in a million pieces. <laughs> in another game, in a, in a common game, you sniper rifling a guy and making him go to sleep would probably just be like, this is great, but it's kind of game breaking. So like, I probably shouldn't use it because it's overpowered. But in this game, there's still that opportunity for you to you know, shoot a guy in the head, trank him, um, and somebody might find him asleep. And then your cover's blown, you know? And then, yeah, uh, that's the thing is you still have to pay so, attention. You still right, have to be careful. Like, oh, easy mode. Even though you're overpowered, you have to be careful. Right, right. Um, and quiet, I mean, quiet is probably the most easy mode you can get, in my opinion, because... For me, she, it's D-Dog. Okay, so tell me tell me why you like quiet. These, quiet and D-Dog are two of the friends you can have. They're the buddies who can go with you into the field. First of all, she's a woman and she never says anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, uh, okay. I laughed a little I'm too hard just, at that. <laughs> so stupid. I'm sorry. That's so stupid. I, I just like repeat things my dad said growing up. But anyway, so, so, um, no, so she's like a sniper, right? So once you first get her, and if you take her out with you, she's just going to off dudes. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> several times have I been like interrogating a guy and just keep saying, like, where are they or whatever, like, just asking questions. And as I'm asking a question, Quiet will suddenly, like, off the guy in my <laughs> arms and then the whole base is alerted and i'm like oh god okay <laughs> that's what got me with quiet is i would be uh <laughs> i would be sneaking around and then i would right. stick my gun in a guy's face to hold him up <laughs> and then quiet would just shoot him she's like i got you i know what you're saying Daddy. quiet no i'm clear boss quiet stop boss no. you're pointing at him i see you want me to kill him right There's no, no way quiet stop <laughs> but no she has no problem offing people so 
But once you once you unlock the ability for it to have a tranquilizer gun, it's not silenced, but even still, if everybody's like shooting at her and they're distracted by the sniper, she's not killing guys. You can still fault them and you can yeah. still kind of like get some rubber bullets out and take care of business. But uh, That's true, but I prefer D-Dog because he basically becomes radar. He does. That's such a, yeah, that's a great ability. Like he's, I mean. I, you can, yeah. you basically see where enemy, every enemy is going to be. So you don't have this support person taking people out and fighting with you, but you can also just merc fools because you know where everyone is. You can sneak up on everyone and do anything you want to them. It's great. So with D-Dog, you can kind of like, depending on, depending on the situation, you really kind of can just, just walk or just go direction and kind of like take dudes out as you want. But with Quiet, She's going to take the dudes out for you. Yeah. Pretty much with ease, but you still kind of have to scope it um, in a certain way. So you can't just play with D-Dog, though. You're just like, he's just picking up dudes constantly. So they're both great. Like, there's no, I don't think there's any better one than other, but but they are very different. But anyway, so once you get a trank on her, though, any any little, like, base of four guys, like those little checkpoints in the road, I mean, it's just over. She'll just take them out. I use her a lot for the missions where you have to Fulton out, like, the tanks and the heavy armored soldiers and stuff, because at the very least, even though she might not trank them immediately, it gets their attention because those guys are extremely hard to sneak up on. You can't really sneak up on a tank in my experience. No, the the only missions I really have trouble with now are the heavy infantry because right, they're right. so armored, you can't trank them from a distance or anything. So you pretty much have to sneak up on everybody. You can't take them out from a distance. But Quiet will eventually get those guys because if once she shoots them like three times in the head, their helmet falls off. And she will shrink them anyway. But I don't know. Things go real. The, the, the beauty is, but yeah, go... if you but if you use D dog, you can sneak up, shove one of them into a railing, throw the other one into the sea, and then right. pick the guy up that you just knocked out and throw him at another guy to knock him out. And then D dog can get a knife out, stab a guy with. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, your dog. You unlock the ability to tell your dog to kill people, but instead of killing them like a normal dog. He actually has a knife in his in his mouth that he stabs yeah, people with. Yeah, I don't know how That's that great. works. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is seminal. Like it really is. It it establishes so many patterns and so many ways to play a video game that should be followed and copied by as many people as possible. And then what what's sad is, is I think that The Witcher was probably my game of the year up till now. And then Metal Gear came in and crushed that. It was actually pretty close between The Witcher and Bloodborne for me, because I really liked Bloodborne, but... Uh, I yeah. only played Bloodborne with you that one time. Metal Gear, thought, yeah. uh, Metal Gear came in and stepped all over it. And then Fallout it, 4 is like oh a week God. it's going to be out. I've uh. been trying to figure out PTO hours and like... I'm, I, you know, you know, at my house, that's, like, that's an actual thing at my house, right? Because... I have a gamer wife. Yes, about your wife does does enjoy Fallout quite a bit. My wife, her game is Fallout, so I'm gonna drop a lot of money on Fallout. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you get, gonna get like a PC and a PS4 version so you guys can play uh, at the same uh, time? Absolutely, I will be playing it on PC. She'll be playing it on PS4 with the actual Pip Boy, where she's gonna put her phone. In oh, there. you guys got the Pip Boy edition too. We haven't pre-ordered if Amazon comes through. Yeah, Amazon, same here. So, So yes, schedule. Schedule for uh, for the fall. I'm actually pretty excited because I have a really huge customer delivery on November the 9th. Which means I'm going to be working the entire weekend and then I will be able to take off days for Fallout. 
Oh, you're so lucky. It's, it's great. Lucky. Well, I do have to work the whole weekend, though. But See, well, I think I'm going to take that Friday off the week it comes out and just plow through it for like three days. I think that I think that's how I'm going to do it. I don't know yet because we have a lot going on right now, and I'm not sure how that's going to work out. Like the sprint that we're in is kind of backed up. and stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know how we're going to do it, but it's got to be done. Um, I know. In addition to that, we got Star Wars coming out. Battlefront's on well, the way. Halo 5 just that. dropped. See, I'm not going to do Halo 5, though, because I don't have an Xbox One. I'm probably going to do Halo 5, like, next year sometime. You have it. You have an Xbox One. I and do. If I had an Xbox One, I'd probably pick it up. Because I hear it's good. I hear it's good. And I hear that um, story's all right and stuff. I mean, I hear it's good. But so but so outside of Metal Gear, though, the, the sinking hole I've been in is like, so I have this new PC I built. Mm-hmm. So I have been... Modding Skyrim. Oh, okay. We're back to that again. And okay. It's wonderful, but it's horrible at the same time. Because the first time I did it, and I've put mods on Skyrim before several times, but that's some like sensitive, sensitive stuff to do. Because you will wreck your game, man. So, first time I ever did it, I didn't have a mod manager or anything. I was like, screw it, I'm just going to throw this stuff in. <laughs> It worked okay on the old PC because I was like, well, I can't get my You didn't have, like, Steam Workshop or anything? Well, no, I had Steam Workshop, but I had other things I was putting in, like, just manually, which is not advised. That's how you get them dirty mods. Put those dirty mods on your machine. (laughs) Right. So then the PC, this new PC I built, I was like, cool. So I started going through, I started Nexus Mod Manager, and I was like, all right, here's a list of mods. And, like, I I was just stupid. I was like, cool, here's, like, 200 mods. (laughs) I'm just going to throw them all in before testing (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm sure they will all then, interact with each other just fine. It it not it didn't work. <laughs> it, it, didn't, it didn't run at all. So that way, that was like a that's like a day or two's worth of me like going through, and I was like, Jesus, like I thought this is gonna work. I'm an idiot for thinking this is gonna work. I'll have to try it next weekend. So next weekend comes around, I delete the entire thing of Skyrim, like, delete it completely, start over. So I go through like one by one. I get like a little FPS checker, like, like what can I actually run, right? At what frame rate? And so I was like doing one by one. I was getting, I got my EMB in there. I had like the 4K textures, like, I mean, just throwing it all in one by one. And I got to a place where I was super happy with it. It looked fantastic. Great. Fantastic looking game. And I was running about, in a, in a town, I was 60. Outside, I was 30. In mom. I was like, <laughs> this is totally okay. Looks incredible. It looks incredible. Um, until last weekend. Oh no! What happened? And and again, that took me like two days to get to that point. So last weekend, I was like, okay, I kind of want. I don't have like to cut the heads off for it yet. But here's this mod. Okay, it's called like a. It's called like mutilation or whatever. Like that's cool. We'll do like some cutting off of arms. Yeah, that'll probably that. work out. That's, yeah, it'll work out. So I throw it in, and I'm like, this is cool. I have a mod manager. So what a mod manager does is it says, hey, you can put in this mod and take it out easily, and it's not going to mess up your game. You put your files yeah, in, it's, it's, it's a really good idea. <laughs> right, right. So I put it in, and for like a day, I'm like, well, it's not really working. Like, I don't think it's working. So I, I don't even take it out, deactivate it, go back into my game, freezes out. I'm like, okay, no problem, man. <laughs> We're okay. <laughs> so... Then I reactivate it, goes back into the game. Like, the graphics look like turds. Like, everything's horrible. I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. And so then I started researching it, and it's like, 
I saw the guy made it. I, I should have looked at this closely. He's like, yeah, I'm done. Uh, I got to go to school. And I'm tired. <laughs> I keep reading into it. People are like, the only thing mutilation does is fucks up your sleeves. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so someone was like, oh, no. no. Oh, my God. The hours. What have I done? So, right. So, uh, long story short, I uh, I deleted it all. And I oh, was like, no. this is actually like a relief in a weird way. I was like, this is fine. There's other games I've been playing on the side here and there with this. I'm, I'm going to let it go. Fall is about to come out. Like, it was beautiful for, like, the few days I had it. I will go back to it surely and redo this entire process. Because it's not just a mob edge. I have, like, the loot shortcut app where you have to, like, do the, the load order. There's, like, an app you can get to, like, delete reference files. I know I'm probably talking really boring talk right now, but it's a process. It was worth every second of it. No, but, um, modding Skyrim is a long and arduous project. Have you ever made any of your own mods for Skyrim? No, no, because there's so many, like, if there weren't so many awesome ones to partake of, maybe I would think about it. But, I mean... What do I have to do to sell you on a mod where <laughs> chickens, instead of making chicken sounds, play clips from dubstep songs? I would have put it in. You send it to me, I put it in. All right, I'll send that to you. That's my mod. That's my one Skyrim mod I made myself. I'll go, I'll go vanilla and just put that in. I'll go vanilla Skyrim and just look at the chickens and let your work <laughs> wash over me. Um, so, so okay, so it only intensifies from here. So from that, like, I have Mad Max in my queue as well. Okay. I'm not going to play it. No, I mean, it's not going to. Um, not yet. I thought about Mad Max, but I know I'm going to play Just Cause 3, which is by right. the same team. So, right. so that's, that's going to be Max my game this year. Because like, two weeks after it was out, I saw a deal from the UK where it was like 30 bucks. Oh. I was like, I was like well, I'm going to buy it. I mean, even if I don't play it right now, it'll probably be cheaper. Those games usually get kind of cheaper, but so I'm going to get it because I might get a wild hair. But um, so, so anyway, so I've been playing uh, a very cliche, horrible game, Madden pretty good bit madden that's not yeah. cliche at all it's a nice sports game see i play nhl about? i play sports i space i'm sportsy okay so i don't know what ea does with nhl i know what they do with fifa and madden so here's the thing about Madden that got me this year it's the the madden ultimate team thing oh really because it's the cards yeah it's the cards because here's the deal like you have your team and you have all these solo challenges you can play against real people and you have like your own like season and playoffs and uh, you know, you collect coins whenever you beat other teams and have these challenges, and you use those coins to open up packs and get other players. There's a real, live, well-working auction house to sell off your cards and buy cards as you need. So, like, you might say, here's my defense, and I want my defense to be a man defense or a zone defense. Mm -hmm. Well, if all of your guys are, like, high-rated man defense, you get extra bonuses like play recognition and blah, blah, blah. So... It's like you're building your own team in a way of like card collections and selling and trading. And that's really where the need is. Because then I, you have daily things you can do. And like it's, I don't know, it's crazy. It's just, it's fun. I'm going to make it's a fun. confession, Kyle. Previous to this year, I yeah. don't think I would, you know, I, I respect people like what they like and that's fine. But I wouldn't have really understood where you were coming from. However, I was forced into a work fantasy football league. This year, and well, I, I compl I do not care about football, and completely understand caring about fantasy football. Right, and it's the same. It's kind of the same. It's thing. kind of the same thing. Right. Yeah, because Absolutely. I start because of that. I've been doing the NHL uh, sort of fantasy league right. thing too. 
How's your record in fantasy football? <clears throat> My record in fantasy football is not good. It is two and five. Uh, but I've had I've had some very bad luck. I've had a lot of people get injured like the day before they were supposed to go out. Right. Not that enough time to trade. Yeah. I was zero three, and I'm on like a four or five game winning streak. See, that's nice. I think I'm gonna I'll win this week. Back. But you're gonna win this one? I think I think this week I'm gonna win. But uh, oh, okay. my my projected my projected points is 145. The guy I'm playing oh. is 141. But I think I think uh, my guys have better odds. How many people do you have in your league? Uh, it's a small league. I think it's 12 people, maybe. Really? Yeah, I'm let's in see a work one. league. I, I didn't do it last year. Yeah, it's 12 people. This, this, yeah, this year, I'm in a work league, and it's like 16 people. I was like, all right, I guess I'll mess with it. And um, yeah, I mean, the Madden's way cooler than that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's, but it's, uh, it's yes, yeah, so that's that's the hooks it had. I mean, like, I've stopped that. I'm like, no, dude, like, you can't come here and play Madden every day and do these challenges. This is horse crap. So, so then, um, like last, like a week and a half, two weeks ago, we got a Wii U. Oh, you've so, got a uh, Wii U now. Uh, I'm excited about that. That's that's a Courtney thing. That was a Courtney thing. Um, oh, I can give you assignments now. Right. Go investigate can, this game for Wizard Opinions. Do you have a Wii U? I do not. Okay. So, so we got Mario Maker and Mario Kart. Oh, Mario Maker sounds so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's good, man. It's such a... I played last night, actually. Um, and the thing, I, you know, the Wii U, like, in in theory, like, you hear, like, it's not doing well. They're already making another system. But the ability to just play your freaking game on the pad right there. And the control, like, you think, like, holding a big block, like a big pad, that wouldn't feel great. But it feels great. Um, See, that's how I feel yeah, using like, my Vita. See, now, lately, I've been using, I honestly would not have been able to play Metal Gear uh, right. if I if I didn't have my Vita. Because I'm doing, I'm playing it entirely on the Vita. I hear you. No, I get it. That's so important now. Like, I mean, but with her, I could play something on PS4 and she could be playing that, right? Or right. my source. I was laying in bed last night. And I was like, eh, I think I'll do some Mario Maker stuff. It's really, we make levels for each other. We've made some levels and uploaded them. And people like will stay there. It'll show you like the percentage if people can beat them or not. And like if people favor them or comment on them. It's kind of awesome. And like every day, like I know there's a way you can like cheese this to get everything unlocked in the maker, but it's kind of neat. Like every day you turn it on, it unlocks gradually what you can actually make. Um, it's just, it's just a really, really, really well done game. You would think like, oh, it's Mario. Like I've done that, but see what attracts me just... to it is I've been following some people online, journalists that I just keep track of. Ha that have been creating incredibly difficult levels for each other and passing them back and forth, and that just seems like right. a blast. Like every day for, at, at work, while I'm doing, you know, my database development on another screen, I've got some guy playing Mario for it, playing the same level of Mario for two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Some it's entertaining. Brutal. It's brutal, man. Like uh, some are frustrating. Like you might come in a level where. It's just a bunch of garbage. Like, you come in, and they might give you, like, a feather, and say you're a raccoon, and they give you, like, a Yoshi, and then the next, like, mile is just, like, uh, 4,000 Bowsers, and just <laughs> this, ridic and this ridiculous stuff that you can't pass, like, you can feasibly cannot pass, and the only way they pass, before you can upload, you have to beat the level. So, like, there's some secret or something crazy that the person who created this knows to pass this level that you don't know. 
and that's where a lot of like the fresh like a lot of like frustrating levels come from. But every once in a while you come you come on one that's pretty well designed. It may not it might be easy, but it's fun. I mean, there's never a level where you're like, This isn't fun. There's yeah. a lot of levels you run into where they're like, Don't move and it's just they just find a way just to push Mario and it's like a clock it's like a clockwork level. Right. But even that's entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's yeah, you're hard like you're hard pressed to find anything that's not awesome in that game. Mario Kart's great too though. I got I can't say enough about that. That's I haven't played a Mario Kart in a long time, but today uh, I went out to lunch with a few people from work and we got in my car and just my playlist from Spotify just instantly comes on when I get in my car cuz I have it synced up through Bluetooth. And after about oh, I don't know, 25 seconds, one of the guys in the car just goes, "Is this the Mario Kart title music. I was like, yes, yes, it is. I am actually just <laughs> listening to an album of Mario Kart music. <laughs> That's awesome, man. <laughs> it's so good. No, it, it is good. And this, this one is the one, like, I mean, I didn't really love, I didn't love, like, Mario Kart 64. I no, I it wasn't on, good. The 64 one really just wasn't good. Like, Mario Kart in one. general is good, but that one was bad. Right. Right, so I never played a whole lot of them as they went on. I know this is like the eighth one or whatever, but this one is. I, if Courtney came in right now, which she's not, she's at work, but she's like, "Hey, let's play some Mario Kart." I'd like that would be great. That's a, I would be ecstatic. It's so fun. I mean, and the difficulty, like the difficulty of it that you can set is like uh, great. Like if you it, you, it actually does feel more challenging depending on how you set it. The online capabilities are super easy. If you just want to race other people online, it's right there you know like the Wii didn't have any of that kind of stuff so yeah. it's fun to see some of these games embrace the online community like it takes it to a whole new level in a way only that nintendo can right because like xbox and playstation's like shooters and stuff um but this is like you know it's a different breed but, but yeah the Wii is great and i, I want to play splatoon i want to play the actual mario 3d world or whatever there's a couple of games. I'm really excited. Enjoyed. This is whole. This has opened up an entire new group of games yeah. that we can talk about on the podcast. Absolutely, I love it. It's the, I love the Wii U. Welcome to uh, Wizard that. Opinions, your up to date, latest <laughs> in gaming news podcast. We're here to talk about Mario Kart 64. But yeah, so I but I have said, hey, uh, no games, no games, really at all until until my downfall. I got to take a break. The when Skyrim came out, it was honestly I had to spend about a week talking to my wife because we were, uh, I think we were engaged at that point. We weren't even all the way married, <laughs> and I yeah. had to seriously sit her down and be like, okay, you have not seen this before. You have not seen me be like this before. So we ha you have to understand what's about to happen. I'm going to spend about 18 to 19 hours a day in front of my computer for about three days. Like, it's hard. You're looking at me like you don't believe me, but I'm barely going to sleep, and I'm pretty much only going to get up to take care of, like, whatever will keep me alive. So just understand, I will get it out of my system. Like, okay, but I will, but I will cram this for three days, and then maybe right. I won't pick it up for another week. But I am, I am going to endanger my life when this game comes out. Yeah. It's just what happens. And I remember when you were playing this. Actually, I remember when Skyrim came out. Um, I remember you. You were kind of. I didn't get it initially. I don't. I don't know if I had a system. 
at the time, or I think you were playing on PC or something. Yeah, I was on PC. I remember you being like talking about the dragons and everything, and that was like a very new concept because up until that point with Fallout and uh, and Oblivion and Morrowind, like there was never any like kind of massive enemies. Yeah, there were never like any that. large enemies. Right, it w- and it was uh, the dragons just brought to a whole new epic level, and so I remember you texted me like, "Dude, I just ran into a town running away from a dragon." <laughs> I was like, I was like, I need to get this game. So uh, I remember, I remember you texting me that. Uh, and uh, yeah, Skyrim. And and I have to say that I'm it's sad. great. You stand up on you literally stand on a mountain and scream at a dragon to kill it. That's right. It's the best game. I gotta say, and it's weird for me to say this because I've never, I don't think I've ever officially beaten it. Every time I play it, I do something new. Like there's something new or some other way I go or some random expansion that somebody's done or something. But like I think Skyrim is probably my favorite game of all time. Like if I had to say give me one game and one game only, I would say give me Skyrim. And it's, that's that's a tall I've been playing games for like twenty five years. Yeah. Really, like twenty five twenty four years. But I have to say honestly, as it stands, Skyrim's probably it. Maybe because of the modding. Maybe because of the I don't know. I, I probably, I probably would not say. I probably wouldn't give it most important game in my life. Like not most important right. game that I've played to yeah, me no, as a person. It's not like emotionally yeah. touched me in any way. But no, the no, fact no, that you can continually go back to it and always find something new. Plus, there's moments where it's like you you have ice trolls coming at you, and you just equip the right shout, and you just, ah! and then they all die, and it's great. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, I mean. You kill enemies by yelling at them. It's fantastic. Right. Hi everyone, this is Jesse Backstrom again. I just wanted to thank you again for listening and tell you that Mark Park and his wife have launched a new line of fitness items that you can go check out on the Wizard Opinions Facebook page. Uh, Take a look at them, see if you like them, and uh, go ahead and pick yourself up a pair. They look really good. So, thank you again for listening. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, email us at wizardopinions at gmail.com, anything you like. Bye! Sit, boo-boo, sit. Good dog. Did they really build this? Oh, this is gross. They did. I think the cheeseburger is the... uh, The cheeseburger is pretty good. Cheeseburger's my fave. What's this? Whoa! Talk about dragons. All right, I'm going to close this. So... So that's the end of face rig. I think I'm gonna use that to do some uh, omegle or some uh, chat roulette or something. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Should we? Uh, should that be a wizops thing? That could be a wizops thing. There'd be so many pains though. We'd have to like bleep that out. Uh, there'd be a lot. Yeah, too many wieners.